Welcome to Lipstick Fitties, a beauty podcast. I'm your host, Atlanta makeup artist and content creator, Rachel Rose Mazza. I created this podcast to have unfiltered conversations about all things beauty. We're chilling with my friends and colleagues from all over the world at all different walks of life. This goes way beyond the glossy facade of social media. Sometimes we don't get to know the personalities behind the people who create with their heart and soul. I'm talking to everyone from pro makeup artists to beauty enthusiasts, from influencers to entrepreneurs, and everyone in between. Lipstick Biddies is a community we're building that is truly interactive with you listeners. So if you're someone who wants to learn some shit, get inspired, and have a good-ass time, this podcast is for you. Who are the faces behind the faces? Keep listening to find out. Hello, biddies. Welcome back to the podcast. It is your host, Rachel here, the head biddy in charge you know and love. Welcome back. Welcome to my new listeners. We are so glad to have you here. And today's episode is going to be fucking amazing, guys. It is part two of my four-part episode from the recordings taken at the makeup show in New York City back in November. And yeah, it is jam-packed. The guests on today's episode are Danessa Myricks. We have Clint Brock, who is there with Omnia Brush, which we know and love. Use my code Rachel Rose for 20% off your purchase if you choose to shop. Dash Lopez. And we also have Alphonse Weibelt from Muse Beauty and Esom Cosmetics. You can find all the details about these amazing people in the show notes their Instagram handles, all the good stuff that we talk about. They're all really, really inspiring people, makeup artists, entrepreneurs, educators. I am so excited for this next show coming up in May, in a couple weeks, May 1st and 2nd. If you're going to be there, please look out for me. I, of course, will be giving out some fun things and, you know, taking little videos and shit. So make sure to come up and say hi if you see me at the Makeup Show in New York City. Another thing to look out for coming up soon is going to be spring merch. So just keep a little ear to the ground about that. As always, if you'd like to support me and this podcast, it is completely free to rate, review, and subscribe. And make sure to take a screenshot and send it to me along with your mailing address. And I will send you something special in the mail if you're able to rate, review, and subscribe me either on Apple Podcasts or now you can actually do it on Spotify too. So make sure to do that, y'all. And tag me at Lipstick Biddies. If you love this episode, take a screenshot and tag me and the guests with something you learned, something you love. Um, I'm sure you guys are going to take away a lot from this. As a reminder, the Patreon is always open for new subscribers. And we have our next Patreon event, which is actually open to the public. So make sure to get on the email list in the show notes, lipstickbiddies.com. You can sign up for the email list and join in on our Zoom meetup. The virtual meetup is at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Monday the 25th, so make sure to get on that email list and send it to your friends if you think that they'd enjoy that as well. Usually it is open to patrons only, but this month and once a quarter I do them open to the public so that we can all have a really good time and party on Zoom. So yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Trying to keep my intros a little bit shorter now, so I think I'm doing really well, so I should stop while I'm ahead. So enjoy the episode and I will talk to you all soon. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Lipstick Biddies podcast, streaming from the makeup show. And you will never guess who I'm here with right now. Miss Queen Mother, Danessa Myricks. Hey. How's everyone? How's the show going for you so far? Incredible. I'm so overwhelmed. It's like the most special feeling to be back like in the world with 
this community that I love so much. I mean, not being able to have this type of connection for so long due to the pandemic has been insane. But it's, it's, it's like literally I'm having an out-of-body experience because I'm hugging people. I mean, we're just sharing what our last year has been like and we're all just so grateful to be back together. So, yeah. I'm so grateful for you. I've talked about you so many times on the podcast. Biddies, you know how much I love Danessa, how we've had so many Danessa Myricks Angels as guests on the podcast. I've been super involved with the makeup show, iArtist. Um, it's people like you that really bring the community together. What does community mean to you? I mean, it's everything. It's like, you know, I think about like my journey in this, if we just even narrow it down to beauty, you know, how much of an effect it has been for me to just have someone like take me by the hand, say it's going to be okay and kind of like show me the way. Or when it's a day, a down day, when I'm like, I can't do this anymore, how amazing it's been to have somebody to say like, yes, you can, right? I think we all need that. We all live on the shoulders and the stories and the histories of other people. And so having community literally is the only way just to move humanity forward, I think, you know? Yeah. So it's important to me. It's important that we're always like creating an environment where we can connect and, um, help each other move forward. I gotta ask you, which is your favorite baby in the Danessa Marks connection? <laughs> Please choose Thank between you. your children. You've lost your mind because it's never happening. I mean, all of them are so <laughs> special. I mean, my dream was to create, you know, this, this playground of color and texture that artists can just, you know, really explore and experiment. And so every product has its reason for being. If I had to give a top two, I would say Colorfix for sure. Yeah. For me, it's like a product of every makeup artist's dreams, my dreams, the product that I always wanted to play with. And I would say Vision Cream Cover because that's the foundation of my dream. So that was my top two. I know that a lot of people are really intimidated by starting their makeup career, whether they're in a different industry or they just feel like they've like kind of gotten to the point in their life like, oh, you know, I'm not in my 20s. I know I started my makeup career when I was 28. What would you say to people that are like intimidated by that or like, worried that like they're, they're coming in too late to the game. I always say if like today was your last day on earth, what would be that thing that you wish that you'd done that you didn't get a chance to do? And like for me, freedom was a big part of it. For me, like tapping into my creative side was a part of it. It's like, what are we on this planet for? Like, what are we here to do? You know, so there's no better time than right now. There's, you're never too old. Like I'm literally halfway through my life before I started this. And I still feel like I'm just getting started. I, I feel like there's something even beyond makeup. You know what I mean? That I should be doing. Yeah, I spend a lot of years just waiting and saying, no, now's not the time. I have to do a job. I have to feed a child. Although those things are important, don't get me wrong. But it's like, I think, you know, we need to do the things that, that serve our heart and our soul too. Because, you know, I would never want it to be my last day on earth and I didn't do what I came to do. So today was your last day. What would you wish you would have done? I got chills when you said that. Like seriously, that's like how I've lived my life. My whole life, whether it's like going up and like talking to a guy I think is hot or like going up at the makeup show and be like, did I come over and do an interview? Because I know that you're so busy. Um, I really appreciate you taking the time to do this interview. For you, before I let you go, if you're a listener of the podcast, you know that my favorite game is Would You Rather? And I have my deck of lipstick fitties Would You Rather cards oh my with gosh, me. Okay. I'm scared. <laughs> Don't be scared. They're pretty tame. Okay. Um, okay. Would you rather promote a brand you hate for a month or have bad lighting in all your photos and videos for a month? Ah! <laughs> I cannot choose either one of these. 
It's a hard one. It's a hard one, especially because you're a photographer. I'd rather die. <laughs> and there you have it. Uh, Danessa finding the loopholes. Yes. <laughs> I always love when someone I interview finds a loophole and they're like, no, this actually. <laughs> yeah. But thank you again, Danessa, so much for this interview. No, thank thank you. you for having me. This has been amazing. And I'm so proud of you. This is so exciting. And you're so good at this, FYI. <laughs> Love it. I found my calling too, and I like know that like this is like what I'm meant to be doing. And the community we're building with lipstick biddies, out of like just pure, pure fun and joy, and like making fun of things and just like ha like having a good time is like what we need right now. Yes, I totally agree. So, totally agree. Can you let the listeners know? I mean, I'm sure everybody knows you, but like. <laughs> where they can find you on social media, anything you want to say before we end the interview. I just want to say I'm just proud of you, and I love this. I love the energy of this podcast. I love being at this show. You can find me and, you know, all of the people who love beauty like me hanging out at Janessa underscore Myricks on Instagram or JanessaMarksBeauty.com or just shoot over and find our angels at Janessa Marks Angels on IG. I mean, we're easy to find. Yeah. Follow the energy. Follow the light. <laughs> follow, follow me because I'm an angel. Exactly. I'm an angel too. And I'm the freelance team. And check out uh, Danessa in Sephora now. Yes, yes. Thank you for that reminder. Duh. <laughs> killing the game, Danessa. Killing this shit. Thank I'll talk you. to you soon. Thank you so much. Talk to you, Biddy, yeah. soon. I'm so, so, so excited to meet one of my internet friends, one of my fellow Omnia family members. Clint Brock is here. Hey everyone, how are you? How's it going? I'm doing amazing, how are you? You know, I'm bald and fat, so <laughs> we're still kind of plateauing at this point. <laughs> well, you know what, we can't have it all, and we gotta like look at it like you're, you're glistening from the head. You know, I was gonna say, I have to, you know, I gotta have a pretty face, I gotta, you know, gotta have a little something to make you work for it, you know? You know what though, like I love a dad bod. You, listen, they're in. Well, they've never been out. It's just now people are kind of sharing it that they like yeah, them. Yeah. So, you know, it's okay. It's fine. I saw a meme that was like, dad bod is straight person for bear. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> the straight people are like finally getting on, like getting on board with like all the cool stuff. They're, they're finally, they're finally catching up. Yes, absolutely. And if you're watching on, if you're listening to the podcast and you don't have the visual, Clint is wearing this amazing pink jacket, amazing pink. Wait, wait. You gotta, you gotta check the inside. <laughs> oh my gosh, it looks amazing. What, what, are you, what are you wearing? What are you wearing? The shirt is Forever 21. <laughs> my boots, Doc Martin. You know, classic Levi's, my, uh, you know, Omnia Bundle Buddy shirt. And this is, um, this is actually from a company called Daylight Curfew. And so they take like old cartoons and new cartoons and they make like actual, like wearable products from the show. So this is actually from Steven Universe. This is his bomber jacket. So I'm like, you know, it's comfortable. It looks so good on you. You have to feel it. Don't you like touch it? Ooh, it's like it's like you're like a stuffed animal. I just want to like cuddle I up. I am. With you. I am a teddy bear. <laughs> Absolutely. I love it. I love it. So Clint, we we got to meet each other because Biddies may have known I did a brush collaboration with Omnia, and Clint is one of the people who also did a brush collaboration with Omnia. So I know you're working with the Omnia booth today. I know you're doing some demos for them. What is your favorite part of be about being a makeup artist? Well, for starters, it's the industry where like you will never learn everything. You will never know everything. And it's one of those things where no matter how much I demonstrate, no matter how much I do like education and things like I learn from watching you, from listening to the podcast, you know, and just from being around my peers. You know, I love it because it's a it's an industry where not only do you make people feel good on the outside, you make them feel good on the inside as well. You know, and 
for me, it's like on top of, especially events like the makeup show where you can literally come and meet people who, who you've only met virtually, you know, and it's, it's, it's such an amazing, you know, amazing career. And I'm now 13 years in the industry. What was like the first makeup that you ever did that you were just like, oh, this is like what I need to be doing or has it always been like something innately in you? So <laughs> I actually hated makeup when I first started. I w went to school for music. So I was a vocal major in college. Yeah, we love a singer. I was a theater kid. I was a theater kid. I do. I did opera. Yeah, see, now that I can't do. But <laughs> what was your what was your like favorite like audition song? Uh, um, my favorite audition song. Oh, it's a Gershwin song. Mm -hmm. um, I actually would sing "Someone to Watch Over Me." That was like my favorite oh. audition song. I just got chills. <laughs> I, we once we finish this, I'll I'll share a little something else with you too. That's Okay, so wait, so let's go. This is, this is what always happens when I get like excited and I'm talking to like people that I'm friends with. Um, okay, so back to, you said that you hated doing makeup. Yes, so I actually hated like sitting in a chair, being like the model and things like that, especially for doing theater and you know, like concerts and things. And it wasn't until I met my friend Angela a thousand years ago, who literally sat me down in my chair and was teaching me how to do makeup. And I was like, oh, this feels amazing. Next thing you know, a couple weeks go by and I was like, you know what? You did my makeup. I tried it a few times. I kind of like doing makeup. So where do I go from here? And she's like, oh, just start doing makeup. Literally just like that. And it was like, just just start doing makeup. Next thing I know, um, people from school were like, oh, can you do my makeup? I'll pay you 20 bucks. And it was the first $20 that I made where I was just like, I can, I can do this as a career. Not for 20 bucks, but you know, I can totally do this as a career. And that was... That was the like light bulb going off the aha moment for me. So, and isn't it amazing to do what you love every single day? Oh, absolutely. I work for myself, so I have no one to be mad at. We love it. Please. High five. <laughs> I, look, I was getting ready to say, you know, if I have a problem with management, I know who to call. You know, so it's it's, it's so much easier. I don't know if I said this on the podcast before, but I actually have an administrative assistant named quote. Caitlin at rachelrosemakeup.com and Caitlin handles all the financials. Caitlin handles all of all of the issues. Caitlin, Caitlin, does, Caitlin is a dummy email. <laughs> it's like it's like, oh, just please email Caitlin. Caitlin, Caitlin's asking for payment on invoices. I love it. See, I'm going to start doing that. So I have to come up with someone else, though. I can't have I can't have Caitlin, you know, leaving you to work for me. George. Yeah, I don't know if I like George. <laughs> Simon. There we go. Simon. I like the name Simon. So let's let's. Well, he'll be Simon. So it'll be Simon at Clint Brock Beauty. Because we don't want to be the bad guys, and we don't want to be do doing logistics. So like, I learned that when I was an office manager at a, at a medical office, I didn't want to be like the bad guys. So like, I was just changing the signature to someone else at the office that did not exist. <laughs> I love that. I yeah. love that. So, Clint, as you know, I know you listen to the podcast. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite games is Would You Rather. <laughs> so I'm going to have you pick one. So would you rather assist at New York Fashion Week with a well-known, respected makeup artist or be the key at New York Fashion Week for up-and-coming designer? Honestly, I would rather assist at New York Fashion Week with a, well, with a, with a respected makeup artist. Um, and that goes back to what I mentioned before. Like, I'm all about education. I'm all about learning, you know. I like being the little fish in the big pond, you know? And it's like, not to say that I wouldn't learn from the other artists that would be working the show, but for me, I take every opportunity I can to learn from other artists. So, you know, if you ever need an assistant, you know, just, I said call me, I don't, y'all couldn't hear that. But, <laughs> but you know, but seriously, I think I, I, would, I would definitely assist 
like assist a, a much more respected makeup artist because you know you never know what you learn you always learn and if you need an assistant you can call oh, me absolutely absolutely and you're based in philly philly mm -hmm. yep so based in philly but i'm a cheap whore so i i go where the money goes you know so i love that <laughs> So, Clint, thank you so much for giving us your time today. I know you have um, a lot of things going on. Can you let the listeners know where they can find you on social media? Anything you want to say before we sign off? Oh, yeah. No, definitely. So you guys can follow me at, uh, at Clint Brock Beauty. Um, I'm on Instagram. Only thing I don't have is TikTok. I'm kind of going against the grain with that, too. But I'm on Instagram. I'm on social media. Um, also, check out Omnia Brush. That's who I'm with today, and I'm on their page all the time. So I'm always doing demos and doing free education. So check us out. And thank you for having me. Of course. And Clint actually just launched his second bundle with Omnia. So make sure to check that out. So support Clint this month. Uh, there's so many amazing artists that we can support through Omnia. I love the brand. Uh, and yeah, I love you. So thank you so much for doing this interview. Biddies, you've heard me so many times raving about how incredible my Patreon community is. And I want to tell you guys about it because it is the best way to support your girl, the HBIC, as we build this Lipstick Biddies community up worldwide. You all want to support me. I appreciate that. It is so much work to run this podcast. It is a one-woman show. We are just starting to up-level with new things like editors and all these crazy things that I'm finally getting to pay for because of the support of my Patreon trends and I cannot thank you enough. So the Patreon is amazing because you get to support me with a small monthly donation starting at $5 a month biddies. That is less than the price of a lipstick and you get something in return as a thank you from me to you. You get monthly bonus episodes. You get a merch pack. You get a podcast shout out. You get monthly meetups. You get makeup classes. It is incredible. There are different tiers Pick whichever one's right for you. It is the best way to support me and also connect with biddies around the world, both pro makeup artists and beauty enthusiasts, and also have a little bit more of an intimate experience with your girl. I love my patrons. If it weren't for them, I wouldn't be here talking to you right now. It truly is the best way to help grow this community, and I appreciate all of you so much. Check the link in the show notes or just go to patreon.com slash lipstickbiddies. Thanks, biddies, and see you in the Patreon. I am here at the makeup show and I'm here with someone who I am finally meeting for the first time in real life that has been a friend of mine online and a colleague and I'm here with the fabulous Dash Lopez. Thank you. Thank you so much for that introduction. It's so nice to meet you in person, finally. I'm so happy to be here at the makeup show. This is my first year at the makeup show. Um, I can never afford to go to it. Um, I'm rather young, 25. Started this when I was very young at 17. So, you know, a lot of the outlets that we have now, we didn't have then. And I was just like, you know what, I'm going to use every outlet I can to teach myself. So social media, retail cosmetic was very different back then. There was a lot of emphasis on education. So to be here as my first time as an instructor, too, to have a whole demo, an hour to showcase how to create multi-dimensional skin is absolutely amazing. It's a very humbling and overwhelming experience in the best way. I'm so excited because you and I met through Danessa Myrick's The Angels program, which I've mentioned a few times on the Lipstick Biddies podcast. So it's really been, I'm like getting chills. It's really been really amazing and fulfilling for me to see so many of my friends really like flourish in the industry and especially watching you and your career grow. So I know that you started out in Sephora and now we are here at the makeup show. So what is like one of the most amazing career milestones that you've reached for yourself thus far that's been like a really amazing moment for you? 
Well, this past year has been absolutely amazing just in the sense that I've been able to work so closely with Danessa amid the pandemic. I didn't know what I was going to do, but it made me just lock in, plant the seeds, focus on my content creation. And when the pandemic first happened, it was quiet for a lot of us, you know, but in the following year, all the seeds that I planted during that first year of quarantine really started coming to fruition. I started collaborating more, meeting more artists in person, networking, and just that's what led me here. And so it's been very inspiring to just think back to that trajectory and the work that I've had to put in. And I just love pouring that into my fellow artists and just, you know, I just want to see myself and everybody else around me grow at the same time. So we can meet again at like a red carpet or something, yeah. you know, and be like, hey, remember oh, when? Bitch. <laughs> we live. We're putting it out there right now, Met Gala like 2023, right? Let's 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 talk soon. Let's um, talk soon. <laughs> yes, I mean people are already getting my autograph, so <laughs> we gotta get yours too. <laughs> But no, it's been it's been absolutely amazing. Collectively, I can't choose a single moment because my 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 experience has not been linear. It's kind of been all over the place. You know, I've been modeling, I've been an artist, I've been an educator, and all of those have just come together and have been very successful in their own right. But the main main thing that has kept me going is the support, the energy that I receive from you know my peers and people around me that have watched me grow. And yeah, I'm I'm that person that will always seek out people in my industry first, whenever I'm going to the next shoot, the next booking, whatever it is. I love to keep an arsenal of friends that are just as creative because I want us all to get to that top point, man. I want us all to win. So I'm really excited. Sephora was a great, great stepping stone for me. I was a cashier. I was a cashier, I was counting money. And um, barely do math. And now I'm here. You know, I could barely do an eyeliner five years ago and I'm here today, so it's a blessing. Yeah. I love that. And not only are you beautiful and talented, you. you're also, Funny as fuck. Oh, and <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You're funny as fuck and I love your like no bullshit attitude, especially in your stories and how you review makeup and I think a lot of people think they, they need to be filtered or like, you know, show up a certain way on social media, but someone like you shows that like you can you can be like blunt and you could be really honest and still reach your audience. So is that is your bluntness and like your honesty something that you've always been very comfortable with showing in that way? No, I was very not very soft spoken, but you know, I it took a while for me to grow into myself and, and you know, the kind of person that I wanted to be. And then when I got into cosmetics and I social media, I grew up with social media. It just, you know, blew up in the past few years. It became an outlet for me to be able to be myself because no one else was around me. No one could tell me, don't say this, don't do that. I've never scripted a single thing that I've done. I did YouTube and that was hard for that reason because I felt like I had to be robotic and, but no, like being genuine is what's gonna help you grow in this industry. It's what's gonna help you attract like-minded people, people that have the same energy that you do in the same drive. So, you know, I just believe that passion is not something that you can teach and I'm just super passionate. Um, my one of my favorite things that you did that was so funny to me was when you were doing like the uh, foundation swatch that we always see where people are like, oh my god, and you were like, oh, yes. you're like this. Name <laughs> the brand, but yes. <laughs> you know, like you always see people being like, oh my god, and and Dash was like, oh my gosh, like my chip, my credit score, yeah. like this 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 fixed my life. Like, are you kidding? Like this got me a husband. Like just things like that. You know, like I love making not making fun but just poking fun at the things that are absolutely ridiculous in our industry sometimes but it just you know it keeps the conversation it keeps it light you know it keeps it fun and the energy should always be like makeup should be fun 
Yeah. You know, it's it's not. I believe that some people on the outside may have a preconceived notion of it being very like speak when spoken to, like attitude, this, that, and a third, very catty. But no, like there's so many people here that are so colorful and bright and friendly, and I love that community that we've built. Um, and I'm just really excited to keep going. And like I said, see all of us win. I feel like the people that are we're taking a step back from all of the scripted stuff, all of the you know sponsored by stuff, and moving more towards real life experience because it's real people that are using product. You know, so. I love that the industry as a whole is shifting back towards what skin really looks like, education, but also people that are easy to connect with. So, And I would just say, like, biddies, if you're looking to get into the content creating space, Dash is a wonderful person to look at, like, her feed and how she presents her makeup artistry in a way that also can cross over to that content creation space because a lot of people, you know, are intimidated by that or feel like they can't cross over into that space. There are, I mean, we're out here and Dash is like one of them. Yeah. Da you got on the Sephora squad, you know, obviously. So. so that was really cool. And more to that point, like, and, and I know that you're very big on improv, right? And you yeah. incorporate a lot of these things and a lot of yourself into your artistry too. So it, it, you created your identity. And I think that that's what a lot of us are doing. We're creating our identity where we can say, oh, that's, that's Rachel's vibe or that's Dash's vibe and I think that that's so cool because it just makes it fun it makes it playful and that's what it was supposed to be makeup was supposed to be fun it's supposed to be playful um, and I just feel like you know we're moving towards a new space and the new generation of artists is coming through full force and there's room for everybody man there's space for everybody to grow there's so much so many things that we can do and we can learn from each other and I always tell people when you think you know everything that's when you know nothing because there's always something new to learn there's always something new to grow from and this industry is ever evolving oh and and just be yourself. When it comes to the social media thing, just be yourself. I don't plan when I'm gonna post content unless it's something sponsored. I don't plan what I'm saying. I just go ahead and do it. Because if I sit here and write it, it's, I'm, I'm gonna feel like I'm somebody that I'm not. So in order to keep it genuine, I just I don't think of it as even content creation. I think of it as a conversation. We're having a conversation about things that we both like, and that takes off all the pressure. Are you sure you're only 25? Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm 25. I started doing this when I was 17 years old, like I said. And um, yeah, man, I, I was raised by grandparents. I was always around old people, only child for 10 years. So yeah. yeah. You're just wise beyond your years. Like the way that you speak and like the, I'm like, me, bitch me at 25? Me at 25, please, no. <laughs> of course. That comes with being around, you know, I've been around so many seasoned artists. Everyone around me has always been a little older. And I'm so grateful for that because I've been able to obtain so much wisdom and experience. And, and I've very, always been very coachable. I've always been receptive to feedback. And that's just been something that has really helped me in this industry. And it's connected me to some amazing people. I'm so happy that we have connected over the past year. And like I said, watching you grow. And I'm really, it's really crazy to be like here now. And guess what? We're going to be playing our favorite game on Lip Sync Minis, Would You Rather? which I know you probably know and love. I'm sure you've played this game before, right? Yes. Okay, would you rather your hair is made out of noodles or only be able to apply makeup with your feet? You know, that sounds very editorial, so I think I'm going to do the hair with the noodles. Yeah. It sounds easy to cut up and, like, manipulate, so we can do that. Huh. I can dye it with some food dye, too, so. <laughs> Everybody says the hair made of noodles. The noodles. I mean, I already don't have it, so if it falls off, I'm not mad at it. <laughs> and Dash, thank you so much for giving us thank your you. time. If you're able to um, just let our listeners know where to follow you, anything else you want to say before we, find off, before we sign off? So my social media are Dash Lopez, at underscore Dash Lopez on Instagram. It's where I am the most active. I do have a YouTube channel, at Gotta Dash. Subscribe if you feel like it, no pressure. And um, yeah, stay humble and stay blessed, and you're gonna do great things if you uh, keep that mindset in this industry. The makeup show, and I'm really excited today because I get to talk to an amazing makeup artist, brand owner, 
Alphonse Weibelt. How are you, Alphonse? I'm great. Thank you so much. So good to be here. Right. Yeah, it's amazing because so many people who are vendors at the makeup show and makeup artists, we value communities so much. And I know you've been really involved with the powder group. I know you've been really involved with iArtists, which are both things that I've been involved with. When did like you start shifting your makeup artistry into creating like a brand? Well, it's interesting because, yes, when I first started out, let's just say in the 90s as a makeup artist, my focus was more editorial and fashion. Like most makeup artists, I wanted to come to New York City and do all that. And then it was probably a few years later, I had to learn to pay the bills. And I started to basically go more into product development. And I worked with various companies on big and small just to help them really develop products of what we were using from behind the scenes. And I know you were saying that you were working in um, fashion. Didn't you assist uh, for Pat McGrath? I or you um, Pat McGrath for one show, and that was amazing. Yeah. Um, but really, uh, it was also Kevin O'Quan who I'd worked with, and he really was an amazing mentor. Yeah. He was great. Mentors have been so important to my growth mm -hmm. as an artist, at, as an entrepreneur as a community builder, whatever, like the head beating head be in charge. What is it like to you to be a mentor to other artists? Do you have like a lot of artists that you mentor yourself? Um, I would say I have a good handful of makeup artists that we, each, each one of the owners, we have different makeup artists that we work with that we mentor. And for me, mentoring is not so much about like your eyeliner technique. It's about just having that connection with someone as they're growing within the industry trying to grow their career. So it really has been amazing because a lot of the makeup artists that are here today that are speakers and doing demonstrations, they were makeup artists like maybe 10 years ago that took some of my classes. And now watching them grow and just being an ear for each other, troubleshooting through this changing time in our world has just been really rewarding. It really is amazing. You're like a proud papa. Yeah, I really am a proud papa. I would say, you know, we chose one of the most difficult careers to step into. Becoming a makeup artist is not like becoming like a teacher or a doctor where it's kind of like, here are the road steps. Being an independent makeup artist, we're driven by our passion and our passion for connecting with others. And to create that, one thing to create your skill, it's another to create your business and to grow that clientele. It's, it's hustle and flow 24 seven. We wear many hats. Many, many hats, exactly. <laughs> it's literally like, it's, you're, you're literally doing everything. And that's yeah. why like, you know, like we get into like this kind of stuff that I do, like reels on uh, TikTok and Instagram about like rates and being like, well, we, we literally are doing the job of like 10 people and you're adding on, I'm a brand owner too. Now we're the brand owner, <laughs> exactly. Are you still doing makeup a lot or mostly education and focusing on your brand now? Really good question. I wish I was doing more makeup. The makeup that I do is usually now more for education, like some of our education videos, as well as more for, um, I do all the beauty campaigns every time we launch a new product. So I'm now kind of more in the whole creative direction, makeup artistry, product development, which is a wonderful place to be. But as a makeup artist or as a brand owner, as you said, well, sometimes, you know, you gotta take out the trash and wipe down the kitchen, whatever it takes. Yeah, it's all good, whatever it takes. What what has been in your career? I know like we always talk about like personal development on lipstick videos and like, you know, try to inspire, you know, try to have fun. Can you like recount one moment in particular that you were like a like a very like important career milestone or personal milestone in your life? And that's such a good question because when you were saying that several things popped in my mind and for me it was in the moment when I first did my first show with Kevin O'Quan that was really monumental. I moved from New Orleans to New York and that was my goal to work with him. In the moment, I was terrified and it was so surreal, I don't remember it, but now back, I'm like, okay, check, that was off my bucket list. 
I think something now that makes me feel really good is looking at my team, or should I say our team, the company's team, because one of our missions was to create a platform MuseBee is a platform for us to all be able to do what we love to do and at the end to create opportunity and credibility for makeup artists. So when I put my head on the pillow at night and I think we have a team of 12 people, we're still a small company, we've been able to create career opportunities for people to do what they love to do. And that in the end of the day, especially coming post pandemic is probably one of my proudest moments. I love that. And it's like, it's so true in this industry. You know, there's so many like clout chasers and like people like willing to like do like whatever they, whatever it takes, like clawing over people. But like, I feel like you get what you put out and like people like you that are giving opportunities to people get that energy back. I believe that. I believe what you put out there. I do believe in karma, a little old fashioned, but I believe in the karma. <laughs> and I think what you do put out there will come back to you tenfold. And life is just like life. Your career is going to have hurdles and bumps. And just when you think things maybe can't get rockier, they do, but we learn from those experiences. And that is, I think, one of the greatest lessons that I love to share with other makeup artists that are going through this. Like, you know what, yeah, there's gonna be some tough times and you, you might be worried about the very next time you get a gig or then how you're gonna pay the rent. But if you're consistent, you build your skill and you're consistent and you put it out there and you're a good person and a hard worker, I do believe that will surpass any other smoothing BS fad trend that we can get caught up in as a makeup artist. Have you always felt like deep down, like you felt like you had like a calling and like a purpose in this industry? Because like, I feel that way. Yeah, I do. Um, you know, I. Growing up, I was painted, and my mother and father were really cool with me painting because it soon went from canvas on to faces. And my mom was like my number one muse. I'd watch her do an eyeliner. But my parents always supported me, and that was really nice. I was very fortunate that way to have their support. And I knew that I always wanted to be an artist. I didn't know what I was going to do with it. And my mother always said to me, baby, just know a lot of artists starve. And I said, oh, no, I won't. I'm a little <laughs> bit of a hustler. You know, so I do believe that I've had this carling, and I feel just so fortunate and grateful that I've been able to create a, a career doing what I love to do and doing what you love to do has to be broad right you can no longer just do one thing you can do one thing well but when you start building a brand and start becoming a business owner then well we have a lot of responsibility so you have to find to find what you do do it really well and surround your people with the best people you can work with because that's how you really become a force to be reckoned with Fuck yeah, I love that. <laughs> High five. All right, we like to swear on this podcast. Right, and I was like, I gotta, I gotta throw in a fuck throw, throw in somewhere. One. Okay. Wouldn't be the makeup show without. Uh, of course, it wouldn't be lipstick videos without the f bomb. Okay, all right, that's um, and it wouldn't be lipstick videos without my favorite game. Would you rather? Have you ever played the game? Would you rather? Okay, let's go. And I have a deck of lipstick videos. Would you rather cards here oh, for you okay. to pick from? All right. And so you can read it off. All right. This says, would you rather have a big event tonight and five minutes before you need to leave and you break a nail <laughs> or you accidentally rub your face and you ruin your makeup? Oh, my. Maybe we could say this because I'm, I'm assuming you probably wouldn't be in this situation. Maybe this is like five minutes before your talent has to go out. Exactly. Yeah. I think I would rather them break a nail. <laughs> then ruin the makeup and i'm not a nail technician so i'd be like break a nail because you know what? we don't have to shoot that you can always cover it and give me attitude with shoulder yeah exactly we love a well, workaround yes. it's a workaround yes. thank you alphonse oh and can you thank let you. the listeners know where they can find you on social media anything else you want to say before yeah, we sign off um first of all love what you do and i ha i do wholeheartedly mean that whether you're you just love makeup you're 
an influencer, an enthusiast, or you're a makeup artist, love what you do and develop your skill. That's very important. And uh, most important, you can find us at musebeauty.pro. That's our Instagram handle. And then you can find me at Alphonse underscore Ybelt. And you can find me there as well. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Lipstick Biddies podcast. To receive a special surprise from the head biddy in charge in the mail, make sure to drop a review in the app and DM your screenshot to me at Lipstick Biddies. Remember, you are a badass fucking biddy. See you next week.